0: Welcome back to the weekly Trusted Visions podcast. With with all the craziness and busyness towards the end of the year and movement, it doesn't seem like we can get the entire Trusted Visions team together as a whole. So, we're missing David Perez this week. Um, Sean, welcome back. We missed you for a couple of weeks with all the travel and and working with with groups and advisors that are trying to do this whole year end push. It's been a little hectic. So, um, welcome back and, and thank you for being on this podcast. We're going to wrap up. This month's podcast of really taking a deep dive into third-party recruiting firms and, and in the weeds. And I know a lot of people are saying, "Well, what do you mean you're wrapping up? We're going to take next week off for Thanksgiving. So hope that everybody can enjoy their Thanksgiving." So we get these questions a lot, Sean, from from clients of, "Well, how do you get paid? And and right. who pays you? And and does some firms pay you more?" So. I want to dig into that a little bit deeper. And, and for our audience being our advisors, OSJs and enterprises, we have to be a little bit cautious because of NDAs. We can't give specifics about what, what broker dealers pay, but we're going to speak and get into the weeds about that. So I'm going to start this one off, Sean, of you know, how do, does a third-party recruiter get paid? Right. Um, and why do some firms or broker dealers pay more to the third-party recruiters than, than other firms? So right. let me start right. with... In context, pretty much all broker dealers pay the same, which is a combination of some six percent out there, whether it's some broker dealers pay all six percent up front, some pay half of it up front and pay the rest monthly on actual, some pay half of it up front, and then the other half after you know a year on actual production. So all in all, most and when I preface most, and this would be part of the other subtopic, when I preface most pay the same. Some do pay higher, and so it's important to understand that you know. Yes, we as financial consultants to you are are making a good amount of money when we place you, which I'm not going to steal your thunder, Sean. So that's why we talk about the involvement. Now, the flip side of that question would be, why do some broker dealers pay more than others? I mean, we've For seen Sean some broker dealers go out there and say hey, I'm going to pay 10% instead of 6% or I'm going to pay 12%. Some broker dealers throw in their kickers if you send them enough business. Um, And I guess my answer to that would be it's A, they're either having a hard time with recruiting and not getting enough leads. So they want to beef up recruiting. That, that, That would be my first opinion. My second opinion would be they're doing it out of desperation because they're not competing. Now, we've all ran through this in, in our careers in corporate America, Sean, Of to our audience. It's OK to ask a firm or a recruiter with a third party recruiting firm, what are you getting paid and are you getting paid more by sending me to this firm versus that firm? In, in my opinion, you should be asking that because I've had situations when I was in corporate America working with a third party where we got pretty far down the line with, with a few prospects. We even did home office visits and that advisor or OSJ was pretty much, Hey, I'm ready to go. And I'll give you one example. We had done the HOV third party recruiter came to me and said, if we get this deal, this individual's committed. So we got that deal. It took some sharpening of the pencil. Um, and, Then all of a sudden, the advisor, I had visited them in their office in California. I had flew them out to the broker dealer and visited them, got them the deal. And then he went completely dark. And it was a little odd to me of what happened. So after about a month, six weeks or so, the advisor finally called me back and said, look, I was really committed to joining your firm. But at the last minute, this third-party recruiting firm really was pushing me towards this other firm. Well, lo and behold... That other firm that they swoop in, swept in at at the 11th hour had just kicked off where they're paying third party recruiting firms 10% versus 6%. So I mentioned that for our audience as if, if a third party recruiting firm is really pushing you to one firm or tries to divert directions pretty quickly, that should throw up some red flags. Not necessarily a huge issue, but you should be asking questions as to why, because again, firms pay differently. Some broker dealers pay, don't pay on outside assets at TD Ameritrade or Schwab. Some do. And one thing that we at Trusted Visions attest to our every one of our clients is, is we will never put our financial gain in front of what's in the best interest for our clients, whether that's an advisor, an OSJ, or an enterprise. So that's a little bit about why some broker dealers pay more than others. Sean, I'm going to kick this Uh, back over to you and talk about another question we get a lot is, well, Sean, if the broker dealer is paying you 6% or whatever it is, how does that impact my transition deal? So I guess the first question would be, does working with a third-party recruiting firm take away from an advisor, OSJ, or enterprises deal? And secondly, if I'm our audience, I'm asking you Is it really worth it? So, can can you dive into that
1: a little bit? Sure, sure, sure. Well, I'll start with the uh, first question. And I'm going to answer this question just based on my experience as a a corporate recruiter. So, um, you know, to answer the question, does the fee impact the deal? The short answer is no. Um, and, And I'm going to say most because I do know of a broker dealer that actually did include the third party recruiting fee within the offer however most do not <laughs> so so short answer is no and uh you know typically most you know independent broker dealers actually leverage um third party recruiters that's why you don't see many that actually include the the fee with, within their within their deals um third party recruiters are very essential uh, for the success of independent broker dealers and this speaking from pure experience um i've you know, work with some firms that heavily relied on third-party recruiters. 90% of their lead flow came from third-party recruiters. And this actually, uh, you know, uh, contracted third-party recruiters actually help um, broker-dealers to, to, to an extent, not just from lead flow. I mean, the lead flow is great. Um, however, you know, you know, typically these firms leverage third parties so they don't have to pay, uh, you know, a lot of salaries in-house. Um, if you get you a a few, you know, recruiters in-house and you, and you leverage several third-party, uh, recruiters, that's been a a formula of success, you know, for, for many, um, for many broker dealers. Um, you know, the question of is it worth it? That's completely up to the advisor. Um, you know, you have to ask yourself, um, will the recruiter be involved in the process or, is this a recruiter that's just kind of throwing my name out there? And, and I think that's a question you should have initially and in upfront, uh, um, because, you know, you, you have some decision making here. If you're, if you're working with a uh, third party recruiter that is just throwing your name out there, you have to take into consideration that you'll probably be spending a lot of time with, with five or six broker dealers to kick things off. If that's the approach and your time is very important as an advisor. Uh, But if you're working with a firm like a trusted visions where, you know, we we really do our due diligence and we're not going to ever introduce you to six firms. I mean, that's a waste of everyone's time. You know, we typically introduce you to two, maybe three if we feel or deem that's necessary. So in that event, you know, um, you know, certainly, you know, we're, we're saving you some time and and, and we're making sure that we're putting you in in front of the right uh, personnel. So you know, you are the third party uh, recruiter's client. So it, you know, it's it's up to you to dictate um, their involvement as well and the amount of work they do. And we believe that they should be with you every step of the way, you know, throughout the process, A to Z, uh, to make that you know payment you know after you affiliate worth it. So. Um, yeah, this is my opinion based on, you know, uh, my experiences, you know, you know, I do believe that, you know, third party recruiters are essential, you know, to, to the, uh, broker dealer space and, and it is worth it. It is worth it. Certainly from the third party, uh, recruiters like, like ours approach.
0: Yeah. And Sean, you bring up a good point there of, you know, their time being our audience advisors, OSJs or enterprises, this isn't just a business decision. A lot of times, it's an emotional roller coaster. Right. right We're on right. the phone at eight, nine, ten o'clock at night on the weekends. And so, my point in saying that is for, for our audience. If you do a little bit of quick math and say, "Okay, I'm a five hundred thousand dollar producer," Sean's going to potentially make thirty thousand dollars working with me. Um, you know, that's where the hands on approach comes, Sean. Of right, 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 right. you know, if, if I'm a client of yours. I'm going to look at it from the perspective of if you're just throwing my name out and someone's paying you $30,000, I've personally got a problem with that. Right, right, right. Unless or on the flip side of that, where we're on every technology demo, we're on every home office visit, we go to the offsite meetings with the reps, we're talking to advisors. So, So that's a great point. And I think to take it a step further on, is it worth it? Firms like Trusted Visions, we really try to ask the questions that you don't know to ask. And so I'll give you an example of that. When we're talking about compensation of, of third-party recruiting firms, you know, if you're recruiting OSJ or enterprise, some broker dealers say, Hey, if if Jeremy and Sean send you leads once you're on board, we'll pay the entire fee of right. trusted visions. Some right. broker dealers say, Hey, we'll pay half. You as the OSJ or enterprise pay half. Some broker dealers say, <clears throat> if Jeremy or Sean want to send you directly a lead. We don't pay any of it. You as the OSJ or Enterprise have to pay it. And, and those are some questions that you really want to make sure that, that whatever third-party recruiting firm you're working with, you're asking them, how much in the weeds do you get? Because to your point, Sean, and I think you've made this point many, many times, you better know now because you're not going to get an exception after you right. um, Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's just a lot of questions That you just wouldn't even think to ask of, hey, some broker dealers don't pay as much transition money to to one of your recruits. Well, if growth of adding advisors is important to you, those are things you have to know. And you wouldn't even think to ask. And so, Sean, I guess one question as we wrap this up is for for our audience, are these questions in terms of, hey, Sean, how involved are you going to be? What can I expect? How are you paid? Um, Are you going to ask the questions that I don't know to ask or what questions am I not asking? Are those fair questions that our audience should be asking, not just trusted visions, but any third party recruiting firm that they're working with before they engage with them? No, absolutely. I
1: believe um, an advisor should ask those questions to establish an expectation, you know, um, early on in the process. Um, I've always felt this is a relationship business and it's a trust business as well. And, um, you know, if you're working with a third party recruiter who's going to, you know, pitch you on the fact that they're going to really, uh, you, know, you know, make sure you find the best broker-dealer placement or best broker-dealer for your practice and your livelihood, then I think it's only fair that those questions are asked initially um, to set that boundary to, you know, because, hey, some advisors may not want, you know, a hands-on approach. Some do. Um, but at any rate, you still want to know the, the service that you're going to receive. And that's with anything. I know if I'm receiving a service from someone, I'm going to ask the questions, um, you know, as to what, you know, what all am I going to receive from the service that you're offering? So I encourage, highly encourage an advisor to do the same thing when, uh, when, when, you know, working with a third party recruiter for sure.
0: Yeah. And we always put it into context. It's just like if you're buying a house, you don't question the 3% that, that you're paying the realtor. Or if you're buying a car, you're not looking at the commission that you're paying the, the car salesman. Right. This right. is the same approach as our audience. You guys, are, are all of you are, are great at what you do in terms of providing financial advice to your clients, relying on a firm like Trusted Visions that can really dive deep and, and make sure that you're getting the best possible deal, but also the, most, the best long-term partnership. So, right. Sean, great seeing you as always my friend as i said to our audience we're going to take next week off and enjoy thanksgiving we hope that all of you can spend time with family friends and loved ones and enjoy thanksgiving and just reflect on it's been a crazy year 2020 was crazy with the pandemic hopefully we're coming out of that and just enjoy it we thank you for for listening to us and and religiously watching our podcast please comment on our linkedin page if you have any questions if you want to schedule a consultation, please email us at info at trustedvisions.com or follow us on our YouTube page at Trusted Visions Placement and Consulting. Thanks. Have a blessed week and a very happy Thanksgiving.